You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 245, The Solo Series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra with you here. Happy New Year. Happy 2020. It has been, it's probably been about a couple months since there's been a new podcast episode. And I'm going to talk about why that is today on this episode, because I feel like we need to catch up. You know, we haven't been in each other's space for a minute. But I also want to talk about why 2020 is the year of the choice. Now, if you are listening to this in some future year, 2021, 2025, 2027, whenever you're listening to it, I still want you to understand that whatever year you're in has everything to do with what you choose. But I'm going to discuss in today's podcast episode why the beginning of this new decade from 2020 to 2030, this year specifically, 2020 is the year of the choice. Uh, let me say a couple of things to start. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. Welcome. She Runs the Show is a podcast for women entrepreneurs who want to have both businesses that thrive and relationships that rock. And when I say relationships that rock, I mean all of them, your friendships, your romance, your all of it, like colleagues, people who work for you, all of the above. It's not just romantic relationships that I'm referring to. So I created this podcast because I wanted women to understand that you don't have to rob Peter to pay Paul. You don't have to succeed in business and lose your family. You don't have to succeed in business and not have friends. Are there seasons of isolation where you need to grind it out? And that means you're not going to be as social with your friends as they're, they may be accustomed to. Absolutely. And there are many podcast episodes where I've talked about the fact that entrepreneurship can be a very lonely journey. A lot of people will not get your grind. They will not get what is required for you to be successful in your business. But you know what? Them getting you is not a requirement of success in your life or business. So don't worry about whether they get you or not. Worry about whether you get you. So if you are not subscribed to this podcast, if you are listening to me on SoundCloud or some other format other than iTunes, please subscribe on iTunes. You can subscribe to She Runs a Show, which for whatever reason on iTunes, I, it must have, be the, must have been the way I originally... I don't know, set it up. It's been so many years that I don't even remember how I set the thing up on iTunes, but it it's hard to find. I have trouble finding She Runs a Show on iTunes. So please go to tinyurl.com forward slash She Runs the Show podcast. That's tinyurl.com forward slash She Runs the Show podcast and subscribe. Please leave me a review. I would love to hear from you about it. All right, let's get down to some business. It's been a minute. I'm kind of rusty at this thing. This is called podcasting. Um, it has been an interesting last half of 2019. I will say that the podcast fell off the priority list for, uh, for my business, SK Media LLC, and for She Runs the Show Media, simply because I have been focused for the last three to four months on relaunching my YouTube channel. For those of you who are not subscribed on YouTube, I am just going to, I'm going to just drop the mic real quick and tell you the content I have created for this upcoming relaunch is powerful stuff geared specifically to women in their thirties, forties, and fifties. So if I know I have guys that listen to the podcast, love you all to death, but the podcast channel, you'll get stuff out of it. Don't get me wrong on YouTube, but it really is for women in their 30s, 40s, and 50s who want to redesign their minds, rebuild their lives, and reestablish their powerful sense of self-worth. So I have spent the last three to four months 
shooting videos. Listen, I used to be a former actress, but I do not like being on camera. And it has nothing to do with looks or anything. It's just, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of post-production. But you know what? In business, you got to do stuff you don't like to do. So I have spent the last three to four months writing amazing content to help women in their 30s, 40s, and 50s rebuild their lives from starting by rebuilding themselves. And the first video in that series and the new relaunch of Cassandra Von TV on YouTube is going to come out this Tuesday. So Tuesday, I believe it's January the 7th. Please go to YouTube, tell your friends about it, especially friends in their women in their 30s, 40s, and 50s who are like, am I too old to change? You know, my life isn't what I want. What do I need to do to rebuild myself? Or they've gone through some major stuff like divorces and financial ruin and, you know, just unemployment, anything. Send women in their 30s, 40s, and 50s to youtube.com forward slash Cassandra Von TV. Super simple. YouTube.com forward slash Cassandra Von TV. Please subscribe. I'm certainly 2020 for me is the year of building my YouTube presence to the point of like, I don't know, beginning the process of building to TV production level. I'm starting that this year. So if you would go subscribe to youtube.com forward slash Cassandra Von TV, I would love it. But that's where I've been. So getting back to the whole, well, where's Cassandra been? Because she runs the show has not been happening. Um, I have been laser focused on building this YouTube channel. I've been laser focused also. It's not just the YouTube channel. I've been laser focused also on getting all of my books on Audible. For those of you who have read my books, I think I've got 26 or 27 written and published thus far. Uh, you know, I've always procrastinated on this whole thing of getting them on Audible. I love to do audios, unlike videos. And I've been told by so many people, I would read your books if you would just put them on Audible. Could you just get them on Audible? Well, this year, well, last year, 2019, I finally kicked myself in the butt and, and decided to actually do, learn how to do the Audible thing and put my books on Audible. And so part of the reason for not having She Runs the Show regularly in the last couple of months has been I've been recording Audibles like crazy. Can you imagine 26, 27 books? They all need to be on Audible. I think at this point I'm at 13 or 14 books, which now are on Audible. But what a grind. It has been and continues to be. I actually will not even be done with having every book on Audible until I'm pretty sure I'm on my calendar, it's end of March. So, and, and part of the, the, you know, and I just speak to this because if you're an entrepreneur and you have so many new projects you want to get to, oftentimes you feel the strain, at least I feel the strain of, I want to write a new book, but I can't write a new book because I committed to building my YouTube channel, relaunching it, and I committed to getting all these books on Audible. And so it's been this constant like pushing and pulling of, I so want to be writing every day. I want to write a new book. No, you can't write a new book because you said you would do this. So do what you say you're going to do. If you know the feeling of that kind of like, here's what's got to get done in my business. Here's what I really like. Here's the new shiny object that I really would like to do. Um, You know what I'm talking about. So I've been laser focused. There has been no shiny object syndrome because my commitment throughout the the last two or three months has been to the YouTube relaunch and to getting all my books on Audible. And I am almost there with Audible. The YouTube relaunch happens this week. And I would just love your feedback on what you think of the videos and if they're helpful. I'm telling you, they're just, I have a YouTube channel and the videos on there are okay, I would say, but 
what I've created in the last three months to me is so it's on such a higher level and it's geared to women in their thirties, forties, and fifties. It slays in a way that none of the YouTube videos that I've had prior to this are slaying. So if you've ever been in a season of your business where you feel like you are laser focused on one or two major projects and you keep feeling the pull of like other projects and you're like, Oh, I wish I could work on that. Stay the course. Stay the course, laser in, focus, get it done, drop everything else that is not that first or second priority. It works for productivity. Now, having said all that, she runs the show has gotten neglected because it just is what it is. There's one or two business priorities that take precedence and everything else falls to the wayside. It's really that simple. And I think I've said this on previous podcast episodes She Runs the Show is still not at the forefront for my business right now in terms of really um, taking She Runs the Show to an entirely new level. I thought 2020 might be the year to do that. I'm going to tell you 2020 is not. So um, I'm working on consistency. Prior to now with She Runs the Show, there were three new episodes that would drop Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I am going to reduce that new release schedule because A, I do want to be consistent for you guys. I do want you to expect that podcast episodes from She Runs a Show is going to, you know, they're going to come out on certain days and you don't have to be like, well, where is Cassandra? You know, where is she? So part of that is I'm going to reduce it from three new episodes a week to two new episodes a week, and they will drop every Sunday and every Wednesday. So that is a change you will see in 2020. Now, because I've been gone for a couple months, today I'm probably going to drop three new episodes at one time. You'll notice if you if you subscribe on iTunes, you'll notice that, that I might go away for a couple months and then I'll drop three new episodes because I feel like the content needs to be there and people have been waiting for this. So you're going to see three new episodes, a lot, two others besides this one, um, dropping on iTunes today. Just because we've been out of touch and we need to catch up. We got, I have things that need to be said and you have things you need to just hear. So, um, that's where I've been. Now, you know, in the midst of that, I've been doing things like, um, Andy Frisella's 75 day heart challenge. I started that, had to have surgery in December. So that kind of nixed where I was. I was on day 35 doing super well and had to nix it because of surgery, but I'm about to restart. Andy Frisella's 75 day hard challenge. I probably will do a whole episode on his challenge when I've completed round one or round two. But I will say, if you need something that is going to level you up body, mind and spirit, it would be Andy Frisella's 75 day hard challenge. I've never experienced anything like it. I, I just, I cannot wait till January 20th for me to get back onto day one for another round of it to actually complete the challenge. But I will say, I was shocked by how quickly and how completely it leveled me up. I mean, leveled me. I mean, mind leveled up, body leveled up, spirit leveled up, focus, productivity. And so I combine the 75 day hard challenge from Andy Frazella, who also hosted the MF CEO project. And I think he's got a new podcast called Real AF. I will just say Andy curses a lot. So if you're going to listen to info on a 75 day hard challenge, if you're going to listen to Real AF, his new podcast, just know that it comes with all of those expletives, which I'm good with because what he offers is priceless and he offers it for free. So Google 75 day hard challenge, Andy Frisella, uh, MF CEO project and learn more about it. If you're interested in something like that, I think it's worth doing 
I, I, I honestly think it's worth doing two to three times a year, the 75 day hard challenge, not even phase one, phase two, phase three, but that three times a year, if you want to slay your year. So I'd highly recommend that. So I, I worked on that as well. And it really changed my vision. It changed how I saw myself in life and business. It changed so many things that even though I'm not currently on the challenge, I've got a couple more weeks because my 40, 42nd birthday is coming up in another week. And so I want to eat sushi and I want my Baskin Robbins ice cream cake. So I'm not going back on the challenge till I've done my uh, 42nd birthday, you know, revelry, as we can say. But um, I will say it, it it's a game changer if you want something that's going to change the game for you. Now, I will also say it will call you out on your bullshit. Uh, there were lots of days where I tried to give myself excuses about why I couldn't complete the five tasks in the 75 day hard challenge on a daily basis where I used, tried to use tired as an excuse. And I think what really leveled me up with Andy Frisella's 75 day hard challenge was that I no longer use tired as an excuse anymore. I wiped tired as an excuse out and it changed how I saw myself. It changed what I expected and demanded from myself and it changed my results drastically. So if you need, if you know you've got tired as an excuse, like I tend to do not anymore now that I've done the first 35 days of the challenge, then you totally get that you need that 75 day hard challenge. So, um, go check it out. Andy Frisella, 75 day hard challenge. All right. So we have caught up. That is where this is where I've been. This is what I've been working on. It is the tundra here in Wyoming, you know, negative nine degrees, eight inches of snow. Uh, you can't really drive very many places because the roads are crappy. If you don't know anything about Wyoming in the winter, when it snows too much, they don't plow the snow. Not really. They just put the gates down and you can't leave town. Just saying. Uh, needless to say, I've already made up my mind that it will be Florida in the winter or somewhere tropical and warm in the winter because I just don't do negative nine degrees. Um, but I love the summers, which is why I'm here. I love the summers. So having <laughs> caught you up on all of that, let me, let me start out by, by talking about today's episode, which is, uh, 2020 is the year of the choice. I want you to hear that again. I created my word for 2020. And my word for 2020 is build because I feel like it's a brand new decade. I'm about to turn 42 in a week. And, um, and I understand now at 42, something I did not understand at 32. At 32, I didn't understand that you're not going to build your, you're not going to build the things that you really say you want or the life that you want or the business that you want in a year or even three years or even five years. It really takes a decade. And at 32, even though I could quote Tony Robbins, who said, you know, we underestimate what we overestimate what we can accomplish in a year and we underestimate what we can accomplish in a decade, even though I could quote that at 32, I didn't get it at 42, almost 42 in a week. Um, I get that. And so my word for 2020 is build because I know it's going to take me the next 10 years to get to exactly where I want to be by the time I'm 52. And I'm all right with that in a way that I wasn't at 32 or 22. I was super impatient in both my twenties and my thirties. And I am not impatient now. I am the, you know, when, when people talk about getting into your forties, and how wonderful it is. I, I would never believe them at 20 something. At 30 something, I'm kind of like, yeah, I think I'm going to be better at 40 than I am now. But part of that, I was going through hell in my thirties. Um, but I'm feeling better about myself than I ever have. 
I am, I'm so much more in touch with myself. Doesn't mean I don't have hot mess days and hot mess moments and drama still do, but the way that I see life in general and the way that I approach issues in general is just from, it's from a much more powerful place. And I don't think you actually get that till you hit 40. And I think you get it even more when you hit 50. So if anybody's listening and you're in your fifties or you're about to enter your sixties, here's what I'm going to tell you. Revel in it. Because I know, I know for a fact that as good as I feel right now in my forties, I'm going to feel better in my fifties, better in my sixties, better in my seventies. Now, when I get to my eighties and my nineties and I can't really walk fast, uh, you know, I don't know how I'm going to feel then. But look, regenerative medicine, it, 85 by the time I get there might look totally different. So who knows? Um, but I'm, let's go back to 2020 because 2020 is the year of the choice. And so I want to talk about that. You know, I think 2010 to 2020, and, and I'll speak for myself here. I think there's, there was a lot of playing small. There was a lot of, uh, people pleasing, human doormatting, uh, you know, being on the fence about where you want to be in your life. And I think there was a lot of this seesawing happening in 2010 to 2020. I think for a lot of us, you know, the social media was, was relatively new. I, I got on Instagram in 2007 and it was a baby then. It was like, I'm, I have friends now who I met through Twitter in 2007 because Twitter was so small that you could actually have intimate connections via messages with people in 140 characters or less. You can't do that on Twitter now. So I say all of that to say that I think there was so much, there was so much novelty to smartphones and, and social media and the internet between 2010 and 2020 that a lot of us were really uncertain. You know, now we have all this information via Google at our fingertips. And now in the last decade, there's just this like analysis paralysis and decision fatigue and all this information, but not really being clear or focused, you know, like we got information overload, but then we lost focus. We lost consistency. We lost self-discipline and grit and resiliency in the last decade. And so I'm saying that as you think about your life and business, as you think about your future, remember that 2020 is the year of choice. What do I mean by that? The year of choice. This is the beginning of a new decade. This is the beginning of a new season in your life. This is the moment where, you know, we can't use the excuses of I'm tired. I don't know what to do. I am on the fence. I don't know how to use this. How Look, you can learn everything you ever need to learn about building a massively successful seven figure business on Google for free. You don't even have to pay for an online course. That's the day and age that we're in right now. So this is not so much the year of, do I have the resources? Of course you do. This is not so much the year of, well, what should I do with my business? What kind of bit? No, no, no. This is not the year of that either. That was last decade. This decade is now that you have all the resources. Now that you have all the resourcefulness. Now that you have the possibility of becoming successful in any of a number of businesses. Now it's time to choose. 2020 is the year of the choice. Now, let me just give you a few examples of some of the choices that you need to make in 2020. Most important one is this, and I've talked about it on a previous episode. Don't remember which one, but it's pretty recent. First choice you need to make in 2020 is evolve or remain. Evolve or remain. You know what? <clears throat> I am probably going to do a whole episode on this evolve or remain thing again. 
<coughs> excuse me, because I don't think people really get what evolve or remain means. I need to have a sip of water because my voice wants to act up. Ever since the surgery that I had a few weeks ago, where they had to, I've never had a surgery before, by the way. So this was the first surgery of my entire life. They had to put some tube down my throat for whatever reason. My throat has not been the same and I don't know what it is, but my body did not like that experience. So my throat's been acting kind of funny, but anyway, I digress. First choice you need to make is evolve or remain. And so many people get this wrong. Evolve doesn't mean you get a little bit better. I don't know if I said that in, in the whole episode that I did not too long ago about Evolve or Remain, but let me just get super clear here. Evolve doesn't mean you get a little bit better. Evolve doesn't mean that you, you, you know, if you eat out seven times a week, now you only eat out three times a week. If you work on your business 10 hours a week, now you work on your business 20 hours a week. The choice that you're making in 2020, which once again, this is not a one and done choice. Like you go, okay, make the choice. So it's done. This is, I make the choice and then I live into this choice for the next 10 years. That's what I'm talking about here today. I make the choice in 2020, but I live into the choice for the next 10 years. Evolve or remain means if you love your life exactly the way it is, if you think that everything is perfect, that you don't want any more than what you currently have, that you can't go any deeper, it can't get any better than this, that this is all you'll ever need for the rest of your life as long as you live, then then remain is okay for you. Remain is fine. But if on some level you go, there is always more to me than this. I can grow. I can expand. I have all of these talents and gifts. I am not just this one type of entrepreneur in this one type of business. I'm a writer, a speaker, uh, you know, a teacher. I want to build this kind of business. And if you know that you are meant for more than just whatever you're doing right now, even if what you're doing right now is amazing and you're just crushing it in business, the choice to evolve means that over the next 10 years, you are going to take some risks that you don't necessarily even have to take. You are going to move yourself into some situations and endeavors and projects that you have no clue how to do right now. You are going to force yourself out of comfort zones and force yourself to go after things that you at this moment have little probability of achieving, but you know you can grow into the person who's capable of achieving that. That's what evolve means. It doesn't mean I change a little. It means I'm making the decision to radically grow and transform in such a way that I can't even fully conceive at this moment what that version of me is going to look like. I just know I have to go in that direction. And then you live into that evolution choice for the next 10 years. So that's one of the first choices you're going to make in 2020, evolve or remain. One of the next choices you're going to make in 2020 is slay or stay. Slay or stay. Now, I'm pretty sure I've probably done a, a She Runs a Show episode on slaying. Because I talk about the grind. I talk about the hustle. There are a lot of people out there, some of my woo-woo friends, and I'm a woo-woo person, but you know, I still grind, um, who are going to disagree with me on this. But let me be very clear. Slay or stay. You're going to have to make the choice this year whether you are the person who slays what you do. You are the hardest working person in the room. You do what it takes. You do not give yourself excuses. Now, I have said this on many an episode, and so I'm going to give you this disclaimer once again. Slaying does not mean you kill your body in the process. It does not mean you only sleep two hours a night. But you know, some nights you might have to do that to get stuff done. Just saying. Slay or stay means 
You do whatever is required to get the job done. And you are the person in your business, in your life. If there is, listen, if there is anybody working harder for your dreams and goals than you, you've got a serious problem. Slay means I am working my butt off for me. I am doing that for me. I am slaying it for me. Nobody else. There's nobody who is working as hard. There's nobody who's working as long. There's nobody who believes in my business dream, my life dream more than me. And I show it every single day with the consistency and the discipline and the grit that it takes to even when I'm tired, even when I'm disappointed, I slay my day. Slay or stay. Now, if you're staying in 2020, and that is the choice you want to make, please don't make any choices by default. Let me just throw that in there. That just came to my intuition. This is not the year, and this is not the decade, to be living as if life is happening to you instead of happening for you. You're not choosing is choosing, just in case you were wondering. You're not making a decision is making a decision. So... Let's not even go in the direction of excuses like, well, life just happened to me. Life doesn't just happen to you. You either allow life to do what it wants with you or you happen to it, one or the other, but either way, you're making a decision. Just saying, I digress. Staying means you just let life happen to you. It means you just, you know, you get up and you do the same old thing and, uh, you know, you keep getting the same results and you keep bitching about why you keep getting the same results because you keep doing the same thing because you're not slaying, you're staying. So in 2020, the year of the choice, you can choose to slay or stay. You can also choose in 2020 to grow or slow. Listen, I've said this many a times because it's, it's, it's a law of the universe. It's the law of the way the physical body works. Everything works this way. You are not, energy is not neutral. No human being is neutral. You are either growing or you're slowing. You are either growing or you're dying. There is no such thing as, you know, I know in biology, we love to talk about this homeostasis. But do you get that even being at homeostasis actually requires movement forward? You, you can't just sit in a room and you think your body's going to stay at homeostasis. It's not. So in 2020, the year of the choice, you've got to decide, are you going to grow or are you going to slow? Because you're doing one or the other and you're not doing both at the same time. So every single day of this decade, and I'm talking in 10 years terms, I'm not talking one year. Let's Listen, we are grown here. Let's stop pretending like what we're achieving is a one-year deal when it's really a 10-year deal. So everything I'm talking about in this episode is about 10 years, not one year. Grow or slow. Either you every day are waking up and you're going consistently, I'm growing, or you're waking up every day and you're going, I'm slowing down, like it's okay. Some days, some months are good, some months are not so good. You know, if you're doing a roller coaster thing with your results, you're slowing. Hate to tell you, you're slowing because growth albeit gradual, is consistent. It is consistent. And if you are the leader of your growth, if you're the director, the manager of your growth, it ought to be consistent. It's not sometimey unless you're letting life happen to you, which in case, which in that case, you're actually slowing, you're not growing, even though you're growing a little bit, you know, in the ups and downs. Next choice that you need to make because 2020 is the year of choice is rise or fall kind of like grow or slow but rise or fall is different here's what i want to say and i I really hope that i know you need to hear it because you're listening to this episode you wouldn't be you wouldn't be here listening to this episode if this wasn't for you so let's just 
dismiss that. You're here. You're listening. It's for you. This message is for you. But I want to, I want to be super clear. Shit's going to happen in 2020 and 2021 and 2022 and 2023. Shit that you didn't expect. Uh, messy dramas, nonsense, bad things, things that you never saw coming, emotional gut punch. Like that is just par for the course of being a human, having a human experience. And I want you to remember when those unexpected, unforeseen moments come, you have a choice to make in this new decade, rise or fall, rise or fall. This is not about, you know, in the last decade, I, I totally get, and I, and I'm, I was there with you in the last decade, you know, you fall down, life throws you an emotional gut punch. It throws you 10 and you go, how, how? First of all, you go, why did this happen to me? And then you go, how am I going to get through this? And then you, you sort of stumble in the dark, right? And you find a way. This is not the stumble in the dark decade, folks. I'm just going to break it down. This is, this is not the Rocky Balboa on the ropes in the last, next to last scene of the movie. This, this is not this decade. Mm -mm. This is the decade where you go, I expect to get hit and I expect to be knocked down, but I'm going to get right back up immediately. So this is not a life threw me a curveball. How, you know, you know, we've, we've been, we spent too long reeling from things as if it's a shock that life's going to throw you curveballs. That should not be a shock to you. That should be an expectation. So in 2020, the year of the choice, you need to make a decision before you get any emotional curveballs before you get any life storms before you have any nonsense happen with anybody you need to make the decision in advance am i going to rise or am i going to fall am i going to allow other people and what they do what they say how they behave to impact me so greatly that it even gets my knees to the ground do you see what i'm saying is the difference in this choice it shouldn't even get your knees to the ground at this point like you're grown you've lived long enough you've been through enough to know that at this point it is not even going to get your knees to the, like, you don't even fall that way anymore. You might stumble. You might fumble. You might have a little bit like, ooh, you know, you might, you're, you might reel back a little bit, but your knees don't hit the ground anymore. You know why? Cause you already know it's coming. So the choice you've got to make in 2020 is rise or fall. Final choice. And there are many other choices in the year of choice that you'll need to make, but I want to cover the things that I think are most important. The final one I'm going to cover is this. This is huge, which all the other ones that we talked about, evolve or remain, slay or stay, grow or slow, rise or fall, all of those build up to this one. Because at the end of the day, if you can't do the previous ones right, you're going to screw this one up majorly. Here's the year of the choice. Here's the thing you got to do this year and every year for the next decade. Can I just emphasize one more time? If I, if I sound like a broken record, it's because you need to hear it. This is decade living. This is not New Year's resolution decisions. This is decade living we're talking about. Here's the choice. Win for you or win for them. Just sit with that for a second. Are you winning for you or are you winning for them? Because as noble as it may sound, for you to say, I am winning for them. I'm doing this. I'm building this business for my children, for my family. From Listen, that's cute. That's really cute. And I think legacy has to be imbued in everything you do because it matters. But you got to win for you first. You got to win for you first. You cannot 
listen, you won't last if all you're doing is winning for them. If all you're doing is winning, it will, your, your achievements will feel so hollow. They will feel so empty. You will feel so lost at the end of the day with all of this massive success. You cannot win for them, whether it's winning for them to prove them wrong or it's winning for them to provide them with life. It, you cannot have your major focus on winning for them. You know why? Because you gotta win for you first if you're truly gonna win for them. And if you win for you, you don't have to worry about proving them wrong because you'll do that as a natural byproduct of winning for you and showing up for you. So at the end of the day, let me be very clear. 2020 is the year of choice. This is a brand new decade. You have the opportunity every single day to be a brand new you. But what you do consistently day in and day out from January 1st, 2020 to December 31st, 2029, that will determine where you are on January 1st, 2030. So don't play with this like you got time. Let me just say that. Do not play like you have time. A decade goes by like that. Like that. I was 30 yesterday. I'm about to be 42. I was 19 having my first baby yesterday. That child is 22. So let's not act like you've got forever to get this right. You actually don't. And tomorrow is not promised to any of us. I don't care what age you are. So since tomorrow's not promised, since the last decade went by like a blur, here's what I suggest. Decide. Choose. But more importantly, and I am real when I say the choice is important because you can't get anywhere beyond the choice if you don't make the choice. But a choice will be made for you, by the way. <clears throat> the choosing is important, but more important than the choosing, you got to live into the choice for a decade, at least. So I want you to think about it. In this next decade, from 2020 to 2030, are you going to evolve or remain? Are you going to slay or stay? Are you going to grow or slow? Are you going to rise or fall? Your knees shouldn't even be in the ground when people, when people send you stuff. Knees should not even be on the ground. You are too old for that. Rise or fall. And are you going to win for you? Or are you going to win for them? Are you going to win because you deserve to win and you deserve to have the life that you're working so hard to create? Or are you going to win because you want to prove them wrong or because you want them to like you and approve of you and validate you and say that you are enough? Listen, if you need other people to tell you you're enough, you will never feel like enough. You will never feel like enough if somebody else has to validate you, if a title has to validate you, if a revenue point has to... If you need any external thing to validate you, you will never be enough for you because the validation is not coming from the only place it can, which is you. So either you win for you and you win or you win for them and you lose every single time. Either way, your choice. The choice is yours. That's the beauty of it. You're not a puppet. Nobody gets to pull your strings as Wayne Dyer talked about in one of his books. You get to choose. And 2020 is the year of the choice. Please share this podcast episode with somebody you know who absolutely needs to hear this, who might be in the victim mode, who might be feeling really sucky because 2019 ended poorly, who might be in the middle of a messy situation and drama and they feel like they have no choice. This is their wake up call that you always have a choice. You always have a choice. Now, look, it may take you some years to get out of something a decision that you made, 
financial ruin. Like it takes time to recover. No different than your FICO score takes time to get that puppy back up. But you got to choose. You get to choose. Nobody is holding, like, you know, look, there is no magic crystal ball that's telling you your life is going to suck. You're creating all of this, whether you know it or not. You're that powerful. So share this episode with somebody you know who needs the reminder that they are actually so much more powerful than they're giving themselves credit for. And all they have to do to rebuild their lives, to start the process that will manifest in the next 10 years, is to recognize their own power and say, this year is the year of choice. And I'm choosing me and I'm choosing life and I'm choosing growth and I'm choosing to rise and I'm choosing to win for me. It is a game changer when not only do you choose those things, but you live into them. That's all I wanted to say. Tune into the next episode, which is coming out shortly, because I'm going to talk about, are you ready to rebuild yourself? Good question. All right. I'll catch you in the next episode of She Runs the Show. 